today I am just here talking about Ask the Question in this little podcast that I didn't mean to start that became a podcast. And we're going to kind of cap this off as season one, those first 12 episodes. I had some really good conversations with friends. Some of the time I was talking to myself, but I'm really excited for the summer project that we're going to do. And then also coming back for season two in the fall. So, so stoked, so stoked. The summer is going to be a really good series, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to give like the, the background and kind of how, how we ended up here and where we're going to go uh, in the fall. So I totally promised everyone I wasn't going to start a podcast and definitely meant it because it felt so cringy. I'm like, who would listen to me talk? Oh my gosh, I can't even get people to listen to me when I'm sitting in front of them. Why would they listen to me on a podcast? And so I, I did start doing kind of like Bible videos. And so I posted a couple of things on Instagram and it was just like, I wish that I was talking to someone else because it would be so much more meaningful and so much more productive, I feel like, if I had people that... I didn't agree with totally or that just had different opinions and thoughts and who have done a lot of work in studying the Bible in these areas, but it's just not as great as when I'm talking to myself. And so I did like the Bible translation videos and why should we ask questions? And also I did some other videos that weren't a part of the podcast on different chapters in Matthew and things that are just so interesting. And I really started looking into the culture and context of things and what really stoked the whole ask the question concept was somebody had shared a video with me or some kind of post from Instagram from, I guess it would be considered like a Christian influencer. And they were sharing about their thoughts about head coverings. And I kind of thought, well, that's, you know, their thoughts about it. I thought, well, that's kind of crazy. And then I thought, wait a second, I don't even know why don't I wear a head covering when I pray. It says it in this chapter in Corinthians why am I not wearing a head covering? Is that unbiblical? What's the whole thought process behind this? And then just some other things like, why, why is this person getting mad when we eat before we pray? Is it just because it's like, we're not honoring God? Or is it like this belief? Is it in scripture? What about, you know, why do we take our hats off when we pray? What about this, that, and the other thing? Like, where does this come from? Where is this found in scripture? And a lot of it ties into I've talked a lot on other people's podcasts and on, you know, written about purity culture and just kind of like we attributed a lot of opinions and ideas and thoughts as good as they might have been or as well thought out or as well intended as they might have been. I don't think there were as many uh, as we think that were that good. Most of them were really harmful and really destructive, but no matter how well intended they were, we can't just like say that this is biblical if it's not in scripture. We can't just say this is Christ-like, this is something that resembles the character of Jesus, or we can't say this is purity, this is righteousness, this is godly, if it's totally, not just in scripture, but totally contradictory to scripture. And that's what happened in a major way with purity culture. And I really thought, what am I doing in other areas of my life and my beliefs that resembles this kind of purity culture setup? Am I just believing things because someone told me that? Am I believing things because they're tradition? Am I practicing a tradition like it's scripture instead of like it's a tradition? And so that really started getting me to ask questions. I had some ideas to have conversations with friends about certain topics or like biblical ideas, cultural ideas within Christianity. And I told them, don't worry, this won't be a podcast. I'm just going to post it on my website. It'll be like a video series, video show, whatever that is. It won't be on YouTube. I'm not going to do that. It's so cringy. 
And then I had Kylie Logan talk about biblical womanhood. And her her episode was really popular. People really liked it. They really liked her. And I think she kind of has her own following that just like love everything she does because she was so good. And so people were saying, where can we find this episode? And I was like, oh, you can click on 500 links and it will take you to a spot on my website. And it was just too hard for people to find. It was really tricky. So I said, okay, I guess I'll make it a podcast. <laughs> I did it like all in one day. I was like, whatever, we'll link it up. Um, I won't really share it. She can share the link though. And I, I'll share it on her post. And then I was like, okay, I guess we could share the video because they're all Zoom interviews. So I guess we could share it to YouTube, question mark, maybe. And so I ended up doing that. And her episode was, was the most popular episode that I think we had this season. And so I decided, okay, I guess I'll like fully deep dive into this idea and we'll, we'll really podcast. And then I just had a lot more ideas and a lot of them we didn't get to in these first 12 episodes because we want to take a break and it's hard to get people to, you know, to, it's hard to get people every other week to fit into their schedule with your schedule. And it's a lot of work and notes and studying that goes into it. And some people are really great, just like totally unprepared. They can have a great conversation. Some people, I think they would still be great at it, but they just want to have more time to prepare and think and study, which I totally get because I'm the same way. I want like seven days minimum <laughs> to prepare for something typically. So yeah, so it's it's tricky to get schedules and all of that. So I thought, let's take a beat. Let's have some time to record some interviews, to really take time to let people who have spent time in these areas, spend time questioning these things and have had a really productive outcome and, or maybe haven't had a productive outcome, but at least they can kind of share their perspective and help us grow in what we believe in having solid biblical theology behind our beliefs and having good orthodoxy and having good orthopraxy and all of these things. So that's what we're going to do. On Friday, I'm going to talk about the summer series. So excited. I'm so excited for it. And also, I just wanted some time to like study and take a breath because there's a lot going on in summer. People aren't, uh, aren't as flexible in the summertime for interviews and things like that too. So anyways, this is, this is what it became. I'm happy with it. I'm a little bit surprised that <laughs> I that it, it became a thing. Um, and I, I'm just happy with the great conversations that I've had. And one thing that I want to kind of highlight more next season is having disagreements with people, uh, not having disagreements with people, but having like an open conversation about those things or just saying, hey, we're totally not on the same page with this issue because some of my guests this season we were not on the same page, but we didn't really talk about that because we talked about what we agreed on and what things uh, we really, uh, you know, what things we really landed on the same page about. And so that's all good and fine, but I think it's really productive when we can see that we have differences, see that we have varying beliefs. We still believe the same Bible. We still believe it's the inerrant word of God, but we have different thoughts about it. We're, we're coming out of it totally believing God, trusting him, trusting his word, submitting to the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the truth of scripture. And yet we're coming out with different ideas and saying not all truth is relative. Truth is not relative. Truth is an absolute. It has to be. And not everyone can be right. Someone here is right and someone here is wrong, but we can still have unity. We can still have friendship. We can still have a really productive conversation and come up with some 
really great solutions to how we can work together on this issue or how we can both see, you know what, I might be wrong. You might be totally right or vice versa. And maybe we're both wrong and we have no idea what the real answer is. But we trust God, we trust scripture and we can see his character. We can trust that he's good and holy and righteous. And that scripture is going to keep pointing us to those ideas. So we don't have to be afraid to disagree. We don't have to be afraid to ask questions. That was kind of another little critique maybe from some people that they're just afraid of asking questions. And I totally get it. And I totally understand. But we don't have to be afraid for God to tell us who he is in the Bible. We don't have to be afraid for the Bible to un unravel its secrets. I don't think it's really a matter of secrets. I think it's a big puzzle that we're putting together and understanding it better because we have proper historical context, because we have proper cultural context, because we are reading the fine details more. And we're saying, okay, God, show me who you are in this book. Show me. I know this wasn't written to me, but it was written for me. And so I can really learn from this. And even the weirdest things, the most bizarre pieces of scripture, I can learn from it. And I can see your character and I can see your love for people and the way that you advocate for the voiceless and the way that you, you know, this is what you're calling us to be. So how can I do that? And for me, this past year, it really has been diving into the Old Testament. That's where I've asked a lot of questions and said, okay, <laughs> if God is, you know, angry and full of rage and malice and he's this horrible God, then I guess that's what I'm going to find. I don't think that's what I'm going to find, but that's a question that a lot of people have. And honestly, I don't have a, a good understanding of these passages where it really seems like that's the case. So I want to find who God really is and find the truth of these really difficult scriptural passages and see what's there. And over and over and over again, I did not lose faith. I did not get turned off from the Bible. I did not get turned away. I was just falling more in love with the Bible itself and with God because of the way that his character is revealed. When you understand those complexities, nuances, and cultural contexts, and the way that even just parts of the Bible are written and who they're written to and the kind of writing style and uh, the books of wisdom and how that, you know, complements this part of scripture and, and just like so many pieces of this puzzle putting together. It will not lead you away from scripture. If you're testing everything against scripture, you don't have to be afraid to hear someone else's opinion because you're not testing everything to their opinion. You can work hard on a theory and you can work hard on an argument for scripture. And I think the best way to have a solid argument is to build a case for your opponent and see what are the places where their argument's really strong? What is the, the relevant pieces of scripture that really back up their claim or really back up their idea here? And where is my idea, my thought, my theory about this issue? Where are there holes in it? Where is it falling through? Because that's only going to strengthen my beliefs. And again, it's not about us. It's not about fighting. It's not about winning. It's not about debates. It's about what does the Bible say? And we have to really let go of our cultural ideas, what we want the Bible to be, trying to fit it and stuff it into a box or a particular thing that we want it to be and really let it be what it is and teach us what it needs to teach us. So I'll be back Friday. I will talk about this exciting summer series that we're going to do. And I'm so thankful for people who <laughs> are watching or listening or have taken the time and have, have made it here to this little, you know, episode 13 recap kind of situation. So I'm very thankful and really happy and just had a great time. So season two, we're coming for you. Thank you.